Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Check out our special deal. Try Blue Chew for free and use the promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com with the promo code TMS to receive your first month free. Coming up on TMS. Hey there, chisel tip. You will have no McFish, no McShake, and no Lieutenant Yar. Tell Darth Vader. My romance with a chemical morning jacket. Ibit. And the tale of the manufactured meat cute. Parking lot tacos too. Mom wants a bite. Masks have the higher ground. Rectal monster drink. <laughs> Spinach vagandal. The Dharma Initiative. And Greg. <laughs> you need wiener in the wind. Masks don't work. Tell that to Batman, you chode. Oh, I love that word. You never go full noodle. The Jamaican graffiti team. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We come in peace to bring you terrific-tasting space dust sizzling candy. Space dust? Will you experience the sizzle of galactic grape, orbiting orange, and cosmic cherry flavors? Wow, the cherry tastes delicious! I'm sizzling grape! Space dust sizzling candy. In your mouth, it's out of this world. Far out! Space dust, available in outer space or your local store. So... You taste like a burger. I don't like you anymore. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the morning stream. Streaming in the morning for Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson. Brian Hibbert over there. Hi, everybody. Hello. Brian Hibbert. <laughs> yeah, I need my walk-on music. What would you do? We choose some rock-on music. What do you? My walk-on music yeah. would be. Uh, everybody okay. wants to rule the world by Tears for Fears. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty. Yeah, good. Uh, I'm trying to think what <laughs> I would intro- and if I could use anybody's without any trouble, right? Like we're assuming we can just take somebody's. Yeah, we're not song. stuck. We're not limited to just YMCA by the Village People. Okay, yes. good. Oh my gosh, I hate that. <laughs> um, personal Jesus, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what my walk on is. 
Destroy them with lasers because yeah. my voice is in it. There, I did it. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. we'll go with that. Cool. That's fine. Okay. Um, hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. It's a new show. It's a uh, we're here. You're here. We're all here. So we may as well make something of it. Um, sure. Took my mom home yesterday, and uh, that went that went well. It was a little nutty because uh, it kind of carved a giant chunk out of the day, and I was a little concerned about whether I was going to make it back in time for some other stuff. And anyway, it all worked out. Everything was fine. Big part of that is because she's doing great. Like. She's she passed all their little last minute cognitive tests and she's being sharp, sharp as a wit right now. She remembers everything. She was talking about how mm-hmm. cuddly Nick was when he was a baby and he was. And it's just these funny things. She's got all these like really strong memories and all of our worries about, you know, her brain going south after the, after the surgery kind of seemed not to have happened. She's sharp. Good. Another, good. So uh, all that stuff's good. Um, we get in the car. Finally, they take forever to check her out. Right. And we get her, uh, we get her home. But she wants Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> she is like, she's like turned into uh, mm-hmm. uh, the fast food maven after her, her time. After she's her surgery. sick. She's so sick of that hospital food that anything else yeah. sounds better. Yeah. And so, did she ask you to drive her to a, uh, a Office Max parking lot? And, uh... <laughs> no, we didn't do any of that. Although okay, we did right. go to an Office Max parking lot the same day or yesterday. Because there were some prints there we had to pick up, and they do curbside delivery. So we did pull into the parking lot of Office Max after going to Taco Bell. So it was almost <laughs> almost one of those, but it didn't quite work out. That's uh, funny. But anyway, got her home. Everything's good. So for all everyone asking, thank you for that. Uh, it was really sweet. We got home, and, and her husband, John, was there sitting in a chair just waiting for us. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we got in there, and he kind of scared us because we're like, John? And he goes, I'm right here. Oh, geez. He's just like in the room. And uh, anyway, he gets up and hugged my mom and cried like a baby. He just cried and cried. So if you've not seen an 88-year-old man just ball his eyes out while he's hugging his wife after she's been in surgery and, and rehab for three weeks, it was, it was a scene, man. It was great. That's really anyway. cool. I mean, really, um, it was uh, you know, you don't think about that, right? It's like he's been without her for a month, basically. Yeah. Or three weeks. How long has it been? Three, three and a half, almost three and a half weeks. Yeah. Three and a half weeks. May as yeah. well be so four, like, effectively oh. four. And he's been down for a lot of that because of his back. So he couldn't even see right. her for the he last week. He hasn't been able to go and visit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, he doesn't like being alone. I can tell you that. He hates mm-hmm. it. So it was, it was nice. And she was like, all right, give me those Taco Supremes. And we, you know, hung out there for a minute. And then <laughs> Kim had an eye appointment. So we had to leave and get her to that and then get me back here for, ANTP, so it was just like a little bit of running around, but it all worked out. So thank you, everybody. But I did want to mention this. Yes. Uh, some Yahoo, all right, with a uh-huh. big, thick, fat Sharpie or marks a lot. I don't know what permanent okay. marker, big fat one, though, right? Like sure, the, sure. with the weird uh, the geometric head, you know, the kind I mean, those kind yeah. of markers. The chisel, chisel tip. There you go, chisel tip. That sounds like a great, sounds like a Jerky Boys insult name, doesn't it? Yeah. Hey, hey Chisel, man, tip. Chisel Tip. <laughs> Could be a band as well. I you want to start using that. Hey, hey Chisel Tip, how yeah. you doing? I played uh, I played uh, uh, double-necked guitar for Chisel Tip for three years in the late 90s. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, we're, we're, we're uh, so the elevator there yeah. has uh, a problem in that someone has done some graffiti with a big fat marker and it must have just happened because the people there didn't know when they were told but in the elevator in giant fat marker writing it says masks don't work exclamation <laughs> point and it's in a hospital where obviously 
masks are mandatory everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only one person can go up into the rehab center to, to help her pack her stuff. Can't have two of us in there. Like all that, all these precautions, all this stuff. They're a hospital. They know. Sure. They know sure. what they're oh, clearly doing. Clearly this was written by a, by a, uh, a virologist, right? Like some sort of um, scientist who who's done the research, conducted and and done tests, and uh, yeah, um, didn't like just a, find, didn't just see something on on <laughs> Fox News or something, but decided really to do the research and the legwork. To, yeah, clearly to some tenured professor who was uh, yeah, yeah, just just you know just blowing off a little steam while he was in a long elevator ride. That's yeah, the other thing. Yeah. This thing, this rehab center is only like four floors. So there's not even a lot of time to write it. Like, I don't mm. know when they wrote it. Because mm. seriously, it's like hit hit floor number one. And they don't let more people in than, than, than you're supposed to. So you can sure. only have like whatever it's for or whatever. So, bing, you'd have to go, masks don't work really fast. And then, <laughs> and then be ready at the other side. I was just annoyed. He probably has a, a sheet of drywall in his uh, garage that he's been practicing on for a while. Like, yeah. he's got somebody sitting there with a stopwatch. Go, masks don't work. <laughs> Uh, all right, nope. Gonna need you to tighten it up there, Bill. It's, uh, uh, it's still. <laughs> yeah, can you? Uh, we, I think we can shave another couple. It's like freaking uh, uh, games done quick or whatever. They're just <laughs> right, yes. speed running. It's, uh, it's John Candy and silent, uh, silent running and cool runnings. <laughs> oh my gosh! Nope, we're gonna need to take a little more time off if you get it. If you think you're gonna have a chance. Yep, I picture it montage style as well with the music and everything. Maybe, uh, maybe he had help. Maybe he had two friends who each wrote a word simultaneously so that so that they could each, you know, be writing masks. And then he writes, don't. And then the other guy writes, work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Willie work. Uh, Daryl, the don't master. <laughs> Daryl, uh, don't. <laughs> I like how, how his friends have to have the same initial as the word that they're writing in the elevator. I don't know yeah. why it makes it better, but somehow that's it better. Does. It absolutely does make it better. So they that was dumb, and then and the people there were just like eye-rolling, like, oh my gosh, okay, yeah. thank you for letting us know. And- <laughs> Underneath it, could you have written, tell Darth Vader? <laughs> I love it. Change the meaning entirely of the message. That's how we fight this. We fight it on their own turf. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Well, it was uh, dumb, and uh, I'm glad we're uh, we were able to report that, and somebody can fix it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just, what's wrong with people? Come on, man. Look, I even I even get that it's super inconvenient, and I get that some people feel like this is overblown because it hasn't affected me. I understand your right. brain set. Right. I understand where you're at, but you're there at the hospital, and they got these rules. So not only yeah. are you uh, defiant of said rules, you're also literally committing a misdemeanor at best in a hospital with freaking permanent marker. Like, you can be arrested for that. Like, what are you doing? Right. What right. are you doing? You want to go to a place where you're going to for sure have to wear that mask while uh, uh, Bubba the Gripper or whatever <laughs> whatever his name is in the holding cell is staring at you because he thinks you look cute? <laughs> Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I do like Bubba the Gripper. Wow. <laughs> Bubba the Gripper. We've invented a whole new cast of characters on today's show. It's it's uh, We're ready for our spinoff, basically, is, is yeah. what's happening hey, here. Hey, Daryl, don't. Be careful. You'll end up in prison with Bubba the Gripper. <laughs> Bubba the Gripper, Daryl, don't. Yeah, Daryl, don't. Watch out. Anyway, so that's how that went. Everything went fine. Yeah. Um, we got an email that I think is appropriate to both of us because, A, we're dads. B, we both enjoy dumb puns. Sure. Uh, which are often referred to as dad jokes. So we got mm-hmm. this one from Kevin. Uh, he calls himself Dad the Joker. Kevin, father of three, so also okay. a dad. 
He says, hello, hosts of the morning stream and anyone else who hears this. Oh, he forgot the end. Anyway, why do you think dad jokes are called dad jokes? Just because they are wholesome and not often not filled with innuendo and swears? Uh, is that enough to just shove them to the dad joke corner? I think we need to have a serious conversation about destigmatizing dad jokes for good. Hmm. hmm. What do you think, Brian? Wow. Okay. Do you think that's... Because uh, every time I say something dumb on the internet, people just go, Oh, your dad joke is showing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I... I rip on uh, Hammond all the time because he is the king of dad jokes. Yeah, he does them a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess it's fine. Like, if we're going to yeah. call him that, whatever. Is I'm... it really a negative stigma, or is it just we're like saying, oh, elbow in the ribs, look at you, dad yep. joke. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think there's any sort of negative. It's not what we're calling Karen jokes. No. No. <laughs> right? No, I did see a great thing where I saw a post. I don't know if it's real or not. I know what, uh, nothing on the internet is real anymore. It's no, the information misinformation superhighway these days. Yes, exactly. But yes. there's a there was a guy that went to a McDonald's and he asked for a McFish. Okay. And they said we don't carry the McFish. And they say, but we have the fish fillet. And he's like, well, where's the, what happened to the McFish? And these kids who are like in high school, like I don't know, I've never even heard of that. And he somebody in there ended up calling him a male Karen, one of the other customers. They go get out of here, male really? Karen or whatever. So the guy leaves in a huff. I don't know if that story's true, but he's pissed because there's not a McFish on the menu anymore. When did you last go? 1978? Like, what do you There's doing? never been a McFish. It's always been the filet of fish, right? Was there ever a McFish? I don't think there ever was a McFish, but it's, you know, it's easy to assume that there would be because it's McDonald's and it's a fish sandwich. Did oh. they ever have a McFish? I'm trying to look. Oh, there it is. Fact check. Did McDonald's take the McFish? Did McDonald's permanently ban the McFish sandwich? Yeah, that's Snopes. Um, I don't think... Oh, here we go. Okay, the filet fish when it was originally introduced... Was it called the McFish? Uh, <laughs> I'm not seeing it. What a sad sandwich that is. I know. filet o fish but like just it's, Is it Irish? It. It's is so, that the deal? Yeah. It's, it's a filet o fish <laughs> Filet o fish. Yeah, what are you gonna do with your fish? I hope you're filet. All right, here, look. Yeah, chat. I don't. I don't think. Uh... Look at that sad sandwich picture. Ugh, what an ugly, <laughs> sad. Seriously, it's so sad. This the sandwich. It reminds me of my grandmother, uh, Hungarian grandmother, because that was that was her her uh, sandwich of choice at McDonald's, yeah. and it always it always operated like this. She'd get the filet of fish. She'd open the paper. You know, it was wrapped in paper. Yeah. She'd take the bun off. Yeah. She'd scrape off all the tartar sauce and then eat the filet of fish. Oh, man. Could she, she never, never thought, <laughs> never thought to say, could I get that without tartar sauce? Maybe mm. she just wanted just the, the hint of tartar sauce. Well, just the, just the film of it. Just a little bit of, yeah. like Mr. Burns once said, let them have their tartar sauce. <laughs> exactly. So, so in other words, it's uh, always been too early to get a McFish sandwich. Apparently. Okay. So, so I'm still not uh, sure. Is there a, there is no, there was never a McFish. There is never, yeah. Snope says, uh, McDonald's has not taken the McFish off the menu because the McShit, McShit, McShit. McFish has never been on the McDonald's <laughs> menu. I mean, you're not wrong with your mess up there. It's, still, it's kind <laughs> of a big shit. It's a gross sandwich. And there's cheese uh, on it. Come on. American cheese on a McFish? What are we doing? Yeah. But I think any, any, that should be like, 
one of the first things you learn when you start working McDonald's. If somebody orders a McFish, you tap the little fillet of fish button and and give them a fillet of fish. Yeah. What's the you know? Is it time to argue semantics? No. Give the man his meal. He obviously wants a fish sandwich. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm concerned that this may just be all made up or blown out of proportion to, to troll sure. people because nothing's real anymore man right nothing's do you think real. if you go in there and say i'd like a mcshake they're gonna say oh, we don't have a mcshake sorry what that is what is that sorry care mail karen exactly just give them a sure, shake would you like they're gonna say would you like chocolate or vanilla and you're gonna say chocolate and you're gonna get a shake it's like my dad my whole teenage years we'd go to any burger place it didn't matter right. what it was called or where it was. He ordered a deluxe burger everywhere. <laughs> no matter where. It didn't matter. Right. He'd go uh, yeah. he'd get in the Wendy's line and go, yeah, I'd like a deluxe burger. And they'd go, what? Oh, see, now that's confusing because they have a lot of burgers that have a lot of stuff on it. I so agree. I agree. That's going to be the toughest one. I agree. It was real stupid. Dice, and Dice Tomato does point out that I might get a confused look from the kid behind the counter because there is the mcflurry oh yeah and me asking for a mcshake he might be like well does he want a shake or a mcflurry right and some kids aren't going to ask they're just going to give you the flurry right it's and like then, going to a record store and saying i'd like the new album by my chemical jacket is he saying you want the new album from my chemical romance or my morning jacket which one do you want <laughs> i didn't know there was a band called my morning jacket yeah there's a my morning jacket how are they are they good or are they dumb they're uh they uh, I, I put them on every once in a while they're not hammondy dad joke closing it out there it is look at that we closed the loop <laughs> you know what we call that closure is what we call that. that's a bad one i put it on every once in a while but come on come yeah on. Right. i like it well done uh anyway so there's that we hope that helped you uh there uh kevin father of three dad and joker and we hope to bring more dad jokes as time goes on. Um, all right. Yes. Here's an important note. Important notice for me, you, and the audience, Brian. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Thank th- Yeah. All right. I've got something to say after you say this. So okay. Here we go. Last get night. important notice. Last night, had a conversation with my sister, Wendy. She hosts mm-hmm. the Thursday segment, Therapy Thursday, here on the morning stream. Mm-hmm. And she says, we have homework. And here's the homework. We are required to watch on Hulu. If you don't have Hulu, I can't help you. But if you have Hulu... You need to watch in and of itself before this Thursday's Therapy Thursday. Uh, no idea why. She just said you got to do it. Now, I've heard of this. Somebody was recommending it to me outside of this saying, oh, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a documentary about a magician. I'm not actually sure. I watched sure. the trailer this morning. And okay. uh, uh, I don't know the story, but it, it looks, it looks, I don't know. It looks like it's meant to broaden my horizons oh good well then broaden those horizons you know it's like it's meant to yeah it's directed by frank oz which is kind of cool oh i didn't know that uh, that's cool thank you for the 48 hour notice wendy (laughs) i know i got it last night and i went well this is not gonna be this is gonna be we're only (laughs) two days away from that but so yeah you got a little bit of time if you guys can uh, it, sounds like, it looks like a bunch of people in the chat have already seen it. That's great. Yeah, and they're saying it's really, really good. I Am Sci-Fi says it's not a documentary. It's a performance, but it's a, it's not a fictional performance, right? It's a... Right. It's not a dramatic... It's not it's a not, drama with a script and stuff, right? It's... Right. So I, kind of, I, I label all that shit documentary. Yeah. All <laughs> that shit. The, sorry for the big shit. One more time. <laughs> I guess that's two more times. 
I like your milkshake. Okay, I'm done. Maybe it's just too much coffee this morning. How how much have you had, if you had to guess? How many cups? Oh, this is light. I've had I've had many cups. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably have had three cups. Oh my gosh. How do you that's a lot of caffeine in the day, or is it a, or is it low calf or what's that called? Oh no, it's it's Decaf. a regular strength uh sirens call uh bean French press ground Starbucks business. I think you are immune. Or not I think so. Not, oh, well, not immune. I'm you're you're developing you're, a tolerance yes, to caffeine. There you go. Yeah. Although clearly my surliness would say otherwise. If you ever quit caffeine, I wonder how it'd go for you. If you'd have a rough time or not. Yeah, I don't know. That would be an interesting experiment, right? Just to we see. Could, we could watch it we could watch it unfold. Yeah. On this, on this very show. Yeah, you guys want to have a rough February, Wednesday TMS? No, we'll say March is uh, Brian goes caffeine free for one month and we just document. Oh my gosh, dude. We're on day 18 of caffeine free Brian. Yep. He's a uh, Brian. He's only, he's, he's only murdered three people and eaten four or right. of fish. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It'll we'll fine, see what happens. Fine, fine. Whenever I know anybody who's like super uh, into whatever it is, like let's say they're just they drink forty four ounces of Diet Coke every day or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they quit, yeah. and the caffeine drop is just massive, and they get like migraines, and it's like yeah, bad. see, I already get those without oh. with the caffeine. So oh, all right, well then there you go, or that's your tolerance. You've hit the tolerance wall, and you need more, Brian. You need more. And I'm coming down the other side. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. put a put a tube in your bum and uh, do a rectal uh, monster right. drink. So, so I'm, it's like I'm already on my uh, decaffeination uh, experiment, yeah. and uh, yeah. I'm already getting the migraines. Yeah. So um, just be careful out there, everybody. Don't overdo it, is what we're saying. All right. Hey. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, time for us to to actually get some news done around here. And uh, all right. Here's all that. Right. Here's that. Let's do the news that's brought to you by The Boop Show. Tonight, live at 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time at frogpants.tv, wherein Brian Dunaway and Scott Johnson review indie video games for your enjoyment. Get it where you get your podcasts or by going to frogpants.com slash boop. This is all true, and uh, it'll be a good one, so check it out. That's today at 3.30 Mountain if you want to be there live. I will be streaming some... Uh, some ship breaker before that as well. Ship breaker. That's right. I had a massive uh, haunted freighter. It was a ghost Ooh. freighter. Really? Yeah. They have a haunted. They have an option in That's there a where thing? a thing will show okay. up and it'll say haunted, possibly haunted, un- unusual activity, alien this and that. And you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get inside the ship and there's like, these weird nanobots that are attached to things. You got to destroy Did those. It- did it turn out to be Old Man Jenkins from the abandoned amusement park? <laughs> no, it didn't. And he okay. would have he would have gone he would have got done it too if gotten I away with those it. Damn kids, yeah. <laughs> but he, but I'm but I was in there and this is the scary bit. So I'm in there and um, working away on stuff and all of a sudden one of the doors shuts and that doesn't happen in the normal shit shows mm-hmm. or ships. Okay. And then I couldn't get in there without cutting it open. I cut it open and it decides to spew a bunch of metal out of there and it shattered my helmet and killed me. So, oh my gosh! Watch out for the ghost ships. The, the what are you supposed reason- to do in a case like that? Just say, uh, "I'm going to leave that room alone <laughs> and just cut around, cut around it like it's a moldy piece of cake." Well, what I should have done is backed up a ways, cut it from a distance, and then let that stuff blow out of there, and it wouldn't have hit me. 
Also, if you get hit and it's not too bad, it's just leaking, you can get back to your station and buy a patch real quick, and then you're good. But the reason you'd want to even do a ghost ship, because you choose to do this, sure, is the money. There's way more money in it. There's more money in a ghost ship? Yeah. That ghost ship metal sells for far more? Yeah. Well, at the very least, you... You have a couple of goals in there that'll give you a ton more because you got them done. Like you kill all the little nanobots and and stuff like that. It's so good. Gosh dang it, it's good. All right, I'll stop talking about it now. No, that's all right. I've been I've been enjoying uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. That's my while Coverville is while music is playing in Coverville. I play on the stream Phoenix uh, or Immortal Phoenix Rising and um, Phoenix Pearl Tea Rising. I've managed to make my character look exactly like a, like a really buff young version of me. Oh, nice! Yeah, mustache and beard and all that stuff. That's very cool. The game has some great customization stuff in it. It really does. Yeah, yeah. I love that game. Yeah. You know, that was my That's game cool. of 2020. You know, was it really? I didn't oh, yeah. know that. Yeah, I loved it. it yeah, I need to. I, I need to figure out where to get more, like where to get my quests. Because uh, right now I've got a. A time trial that I just can't do just yet. I need more. I need better wings, but uh, I need to get more quests. More yeah. quests. Well, that game will give you plenty. Um, all yeah. right. Anyway. First story. <laughs> Speaking of nanotechnology, I didn't yes. mean to do this. This is funny. Nanotechnology allowed chemical signals from spinach to send emails. Hmm. Okay. Ooh, this is like a science story I should have saved for Bobby, but no, we're going to do it now. Yeah. Huh? Take that, <laughs> Bobby Franks. Frankenburgers. <laughs> Franks and beans. Anyway, uh, researchers at MIT, that's the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, if you didn't know, Mm -hmm. have devised a way to allow chemical signals from spinach plants to transmit an email. So if you're not already getting enough spam, you might also get some spinach. Uh, I'm a spinach prince with a fortune. I need you to uh, (laughs) deposit some money into this account. Help me. Someone tried to use your account. You need to give us your login details right away. Right. Oh, Hold on. It. Let's make sure it's you. Click these pictures of kale. Spam and fishing from your from your freaking spinach plants. Um, here's why it matters. The system could help provide an early warning system uh, for explosives or pollution. But really, we just know. You know, we kind of just want to know what the spinach is thinking. But here's how it works. In a study published this week in Nature Materials. Researchers engineered the roots of a spinach plant to contain microscopic nanosensors that are capable of detecting nitro aromatics, which I assume means like tiny smells. I don't know. (laughs) Tiny smells. Tiny smells. Uh, Chemicals that are often found in explosives and man-made industrial chemicals. So when these nanosensors detect those compounds, uh, it basically can send an infrared signal to an infrared camera which can then shoot out an email alert. It's basically a way of wirelessly sending an email notification. So you could be on the receiving end and you'd boop, boop, in your inbox and it would say, hey, uh, spinach plant number 14 over here, uh, detecting a little bit of shit going on here in the soil here. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. What are you going to do? And, you know, like that sort of thing. It's pretty cool. Spinach, spinach plant uh, number three just uh, sent me a link to Pornhub because he smelled uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vag candle. <laughs> The candle, the candle, yeah, the jandle, yeah, the jandle. There you go. That's better. The jandle, the jandle. Yeah, you guys are all. I'm seeing a lot of good titles today. These are yeah. We're, are we're, we're just handing them to you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, I guess uh, DARPA is interested in this. Defense Department's Advanced Research Wing. You know DARPA. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. They made sure. metal. They, came up, they come up on uh, the New York Times crossword, crossword puzzle a lot. Oh, actually. do they really? Is that, yeah. that, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Tarp is a good five-letter word. Lots of, lots of uh, <laughs> letters you can build on. I feel like my first, yes, Dice Tomatoes right on my thinking here. My first memory of DARPA is in Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 1, and huh. you have you end up in the cell of the DARPA chief. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Who I, which is their way of <clears throat> just kind of insinuating that this guy's in charge of DARPA. He's the DARPA chief, and, uh, and he talks like that. I'm the DARPA chief. You need <laughs> solid snake. You need to get this thing done for the DARPA chief. And it, I just, nice. that's my only memory of DARPA. And then later I'd see, I don't know. I saw some documentary. It's like, Oh, Dar- they're real. That's a real thing. Not just made up in a video game. I had no idea. That's funny. Uh, Wolf Glenn and, uh, AZ gaming nerd both bring up lost. And for whatever reason, I didn't make that connection, even though. Oh, Dharma and DARPA. One of my favorite. Oh, Dharma is what they're con- uh, connecting it with, right? The Dharma. Initiative. Yeah, Dharma Initiative and Darp. That's yeah, their there's Dharma. No DARPA. As far as I know, there's no Dharma in the yeah, Dharma. There's no Dharma. Uh, Dharma and Greg, but no Darp. No Darpa. <laughs> that, that sitcom was not called Dharma and Darpa. <laughs> oh, we need a new Lost crossover called the Dharma Initiative and Greg. <laughs> Don't tempt me to like a thing that sounds bad. I love that idea. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. Uh, all right. There's that story. Hey, oh. look at this. Uh, that streaker. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, I did with his little Borat onesie. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like less streaking and more embarrassing. Like. Yeah, that's not really streaking. It's just uh, mayhem. Yeah. Why don't you just go full man wiener on the field? What was the problem there? Right. Um, anyway. You're redundant. It's Florida. As Tom Brady approached his seventh Super Bowl win, a streaker caused havoc on the pitch. Oh, I got to clear something up about Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> okay. Real quick, I, I I want to acknowledge two things. So, uh, well, two. I have two, I have two. I have one question. I think it's weird that we're all. I am constantly this week being told, forget about Tom Brady's politics. It's about what he's like on the field. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. But no one tells me that about Colin Kaepernick. No one ever says, "Oh, ignore his politics." It's just about what he's like on the. F-. No one's ever told mm, me to do that. Right? Okay. So it yeah, feels like point. a little bit of a um, little one-sided argument. Yeah, a little there. one-sided argument. So f that. And then the second yeah, thing uh-huh. I wanted to say was, it is possible to have because I've been taken to task for thinking he's such a good football player, and I don't know how you deny that he's not a good football player. But yeah, he's he's an amazing football yeah. player, probably the greatest of all time. I, I would argue, and he can be that. And a, and a penis at the same time, okay? So I just want to put it out there that it's okay to acknowledge that this dude is, like, probably the best the game's ever seen and also maybe kind of a wiener. Okay? Yeah, you can be and, both. And you can if argue... there's one thing in America we've proven is that you can do it all. You can be the greatest football player of all time and you can be a dick. Yeah, you can be both face. of those things with a stupid face, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you know, my own personal feelings aside, I don't know why it's such a big deal. Everyone can just calm down. They won the thing. Good job, Tampa yeah. Bay. Uh, you know, you got your thing. Good job. It's your second Super Bowl ever. Well done. I don't know right. what else to tell you. You're good. Tenth, tenth Super Bowl, seventh win, right? Yeah. Right? No. Yeah. Oh, for tenth him, Super yeah. Bowl, ten, ten Super Bowls for him. No, no, no. Win. Wait. I'm sorry. Buccaneers have been there ten times? No, but has. Tom Brady's been there some, uh, oh, 10 yeah. times. I just meant, I meant the Buccaneers have only ever won oh, twice. Oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah, Buccaneers second time, yes. Yeah, because Brady's won seven. Mm-hmm. And then you're right, I think it's ten. Ten, ten trips. Ten times wins. there, yeah. seven. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's a flight gate. <laughs> yeah, that came up in a few emails. Well, I guess I just, I'm just saying, don't you know? Everyone wants to throw all their sports sports buggery all over me this week, and I don't know why. Sure, sure. All right, where the hell were we? Oh yeah, the streaker. We're talking about a, the streaker. Yeah, uh, it said uh, the streaker was causing some havoc on the pitch. It's not what we call it over here, but whatever. The pitch. Oh, yes, the yes, pitch. Yes, on the pitch. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or this is the other day, went up against the Kansas City Chiefs, many believing it to be a generational matchup for the ages, a war between Brady the Goat and Patrick Mahomes, the new possible goat. That guy's, that guy's awesome. Uh, while the game, it's, although he didn't play very well, but whatever. Uh, the game doesn't quite live up to that tale. Uh, there was some explicit, uh, inexplicable throws and all of that. Uh, but anyway, uh, as the game progressed through the fourth quarter, uh, the uh, Chiefs were trying to get up to the Buccaneers again. It briefly came to a halt when a streaker ran onto the pitch. While the TV broadcast cut away, people pr- present at the stadium kept filming the un- uh, unnamed mm-hmm. man as he led the arena's th- authorities on a wild goose chase around the players. Of course, it ended up in the way it only could. He was tackled to the ground without much grace. Now, I would argue I'd like to go to the tape and call a timeout because it looked like he may have been over the line and gotten a touchdown <laughs> in his poor suit. Part of his body was over the line, but were, were his balls over the line? Because that's what you've really got to measure is the is the front edge of the uh, the, the end zone. Go to the slow-mo cam, Brian. <laughs> Did his balls cross the line? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With number one, we got to quit calling him a streaker because it wasn't a streaker. I think he had his, his butt cheeks might have been exposed because of the Borat onesie, but but yeah. it was only because they pulled his pants down as, they're, as they were uh, tackling him. That's true. I, that may have um, been what he just wears all the time. I don't know. It might be. Now, somebody said, and it scrolled uh, way past it, but that he won like $775,000 because he bet on there being a streaker at the Super Bowl. Is this? Oh, is that true? <laughs> if it, it it sounds like completely made up, but... Uh, Snopes get on this and let us know the deal there. Cause, uh, yeah, exactly. I would like to know. I'd like to know for sure. Uh, Super Bowl streaker charged with trespassing. Super Bowl mankini streaker won $374,000 from betting on himself. Oh, my God. But that doesn't count. If your bet is, oh, yeah, I'm betting there'll be a streaker. No one, you can't be the streaker, right? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't see there, I don't think there's any reason. There's nothing. He's not going to get kicked out of the of the streaking Hall of Fame because he bet himself. He bet on himself. <laughs> Here you go. Okay. I know it, this is from a uh, sportsbible.com, so I don't know. Okay, I don't know what that is. Maybe they're legit. I but don't know. but why? I mean, it seems like uh, I I jump onto the field like whatever fine he he got. Yeah, whatever he incurred. Uh, it's certainly less than three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, right? Did he? Ha- so then that brings the question: Did did what is streaking? Because right. Well, if, if that's you look streaking, at the link, then here, there's there's a butt cheeks are exposed. That's all you, you need. need. That's all you need. Apparently, it's oh, just uh, man. You need wiener in the wind. <laughs> that's my favorite Elton John song. Yeah. Boy, look at him dodge that dude down there. Wow. All right. So if he won three hundred seventy-four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, then he had a he had a fine of one thousand dollars. Okay, that's all that was. That's, that's man. That's he made more than most of those players. So that's not a arrestable <laughs> offense. You can't like uh, charge somebody with trespassing or something weird like that and have them 
have them have to go to court. And I don't all that. know. I don't know if that's. Uh... I hate that onesie. I hate it. <laughs> oh, I hate it. It's just gross yeah. to look at. Um. All right. Well. Good job, I guess. That's a lot of money. Also, who yeah. else was betting? Like who? who... I gotta read this. Because <laughs> how did he? I mean, that's a that's a bold bet, right? Because he bet fifty thousand dollars on a prop bet. Yeah. That there would be a streaker. If you if you, for whatever reason, are making your attempt to do it and you don't make it out on the field, like you get tackled before you even make it out onto the field. Yeah. Then you're you're down fifty thousand bucks. Oh. And uh, you're down fifty one thousand bucks because you'd probably still get the uh, the the jail uh, the fine. So wait, his buy in was fifty grand. Yeah, his, his he bet fifty thousand dollars on my the, gosh, on the, dude. Yeah, that is a that is a risk. I feel like he may have a problem, a gambling problem. <laughs> Who does that? He's got a uh, three hundred seventy five thousand dollar problem to 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 solve. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well done, you weirdo. That's insane to me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Speaking of money, this is a great transition uh-huh. here as well. Look at this. <laughs> oh, good. Excellent. Uh, 53 years ago, this is before we were born. Mm-hmm. Uh, just. Just, just yeah, about like a year before we were born? No, wait. Two years. Um, Two years. Mm-hmm. A wallet lost 53 years ago in, in the Antarctica was returned to its owner. I'm going to sneeze. I have a button for that. Okay. All right. Oh, I think he lost that guy's wallet. I think he lost that guy's wallet. <laughs> Not wallet, 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 Popeye. All right. Wallet, wallet. Uh, California man said he was shocked when the wallet he lost 53 years ago was returned to him after being found in the place where he lost it, Antarctica. Mm. Paul Grisham, famous author of books such as The Client. And no, that's not true. This is a different Grisham. That would be different Grisham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Gil this is, uh, His brother Paul, who can't write worth a damn, especially not without his wallet. Uh, he's in uh, San Diego. Oh, I'm freaking got allergies today or something. Oh my God. Uh, Get a he, he, <laughs> he doesn't. says he doesn't remember losing his wallet while serving as a meteorologist in the U.S. Navy in Antarctica in October of 1967. But the wallet found during the demolition of a building in McMurdo Station. <laughs> the southernmost, southmost town on Earth definitely used to be his. Uh, his daughter, Sarah Lindbergh, reached out to Bruce McGee of the Indiana Spirit of 45... I don't know if that makes sense. Anyway, they, uh, they contacted Gary Cox uh, of the Naval Weather Service Association. You're not supposed to emphasize the last name like that, but I did. No, probably not. Yeah. I apologize, everyone. <laughs> Especially Gary. Gary, if you're listening, got a cool last name, dude. It's, yeah. like the, it's like the cable service. Cox. Cox. Anyway. Cox. Uh, they wanted to find the owner of the uh, the wallet, and they were able to put some stuff together and figure out that it was him. And he's still with us, still alive, and uh, got his wallet back. So didn't say whether the credit cards or the money were still in there. We don't know. Yeah. But that his, story. His, uh, I hope he closed his uh, his diner's club card. <laughs> 53 years ago, his, his uh, made DNF. Yeah, what Charge they had card. back then, because it wouldn't have been like... Uh, it wouldn't have been much in there, right? Right. Yeah. In the 60s, your wallet probably had a little cash. Probably cash, but uh, and your ID. driver's license, your social security card, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I guess that'd be it. Yeah, that'd be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Krakatoa in the chat says, cold cash, proud dad joke. See, there we go. Well done. And right a Krakatoa. Yeah. 
And a Krakatow. And a Krakatow. Is that a dude or, dude or a lady? No, it's going to be a dude. I don't know. Proud dad. Or it could be, proud, whatever. Proud dad joke, yeah. I, don't I know. learned a long time ago not to tr- try to figure out who's buttoned. <laughs> um, all right. We have a final story that's not a very happy one, but a, a cautionary tale. Okay. A YouTuber. Uh-huh. Which, no, this is this is I've made the argument for years. The worst thing that YouTube brought to the world is massive amounts of pranking. I hate it. Oh, I thought it was the the name YouTuber. No, that too. I don't like that yeah. either. Yeah, it sounds like the starch you have on the side of your plate. <laughs> you need to have a starch. Oh, have an order of steak and YouTubers, please. Yeah. Do you want those mashed? Yeah, smashed YouTubers. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, the word influencer, all those things suck. But here's the point. Uh, I don't like all the pranks. I hate it. It's mm-hmm. like there's mm-hmm. there are people with million-dollar careers based on the fact that they video themselves being dicks in public. I hate it. I just wish it wasn't a thing. I wish it was discouraged. I wish YouTube was like – I wish they had a, a policy that just said, hey, on our platform, we just think it's not cool to scare old ladies in a bus they, or whatever. Yeah, I mean basically they need to do what the what CBS did and uh, – not not uh, focus on the streaker, not give them any attention or any oxygen. Just let them, you know, let their their videos uh, dangle in the wind. Well, this this happened here and it got real bad. Uh, a YouTuber was shot and killed while attempting a prank robbery. Twenty year old, my freaking Nick's age. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> was shot and killed in Nashville, Tennessee, on Friday night. And what police say was a YouTube video shoot gone wrong. According to a report by local news affiliates, uh, Timothy Wilkes was shot by a 23-year-old man named David Starnes, who was claiming self-defense. Uh, this other guy was like, here's the other thing. There are places in this country that have open carry laws. There are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have a, this thing called the Second Amendment, which love it or like or love it or hate it, it's a thing. And, you know, you just need to know that there are more guns out there than you think. Yep. So I would never do this prank. But anyway, he's also, so he's claiming self-defense, Wilkes. And some friends were apparently trying to pull a prank on strangers in the hopes of making it a viral YouTube video. The shooting uh, took place in the parking lot of an urban air, a trampoline and adventure park in, stri- in a strip mall in Nashville's Hermitage neighborhood. Police say Wilkes and a friend approached a group of people, both of them wielding butcher knives. So the YouTubers are wielding the butcher knives. Oh, my God. And they didn't think that this could possibly go wrong? I know, man. Gosh dang it. Uh, Stames was among those people uh, and not realizing that Wilkes was filming this prank, shot him. Stames told Defectus he was protecting himself and others from this perceived threat. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. I mean, I, if I saw guys coming at me with a knife and I was packing heat or I had a piece, as they say in the yeah. 70s, yeah. I might react the same. Like, that's... That's my whole point. The line between prank and 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 threatening people or whatever mm-hmm. is so blurred now. Right. And it's all for the lulls and for the views. Freaking Yeah, F and off. how how is that prank going to be? Oh my god, you're going to kill me. <laughs> just kidding. It's a real butcher knife, but we're just pulling a prank. See yeah. ya. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. I just truly yeah, no. truly hate it. Uh Anyway, it says, let's see, uh, Metro Police say that no charges have been filed yet, but an investigation is still underway. Wilkes' video uh, was apparently supposed to be a fake robbery. It's not clear that he and his friend would have faced criminal charges as well or not, that sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. I don't even know who this is. Like, this may not be a popular YouTuber. This could Mm -hmm. be just some copycatter who loves one of those uh, brothers that everyone hates. Uh, Yeah. And the, the sad irony is that I'm sure his channel is getting a ton of views right now. Oh, I hate it. Well, I don't. I hope that video's not up there. It shouldn't be. 
No, no, no. I'm sure it's not. But I'm sure people are like, oh, who's this guy? I don't know him. And they're looking him up and it's watching his general, other videos yeah. to see if he's... I mean, did you ever... When you were growing up, did you ever... Like, what's the worst prank you ever pulled? Uh... I mean the the most the most harm potentially harmful. I mean you can't really call it a prank, but uh um you know, firing snowballs at the uh um at the busy street <laughs> that goes by that went by my, my mom's house. It's you know, a rite like, of passage if you grow up in a snowy uh It kind of is, right? I mean it's yeah, you know but you, you could easily like scare the crap out of somebody, they jerk the wheel, hit another car. I mean there's so many so many bad things that could have happened from that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's, you know, dumb kid stuff that, that, uh, yeah. yeah the, ever- the only other things I've talked about on this show is like getting two people at my, uh, work to think that they were, had unrequited love for each other. <laughs> um, Whoa, wait a minute. We have told t- this story. I don't think we've talked about this. All right. All right. So, Back that uh, truck up and tell this story. All right, here we go. Pull pull up a chair. Okay. So uh, this was at the com- this was at the company that uh, the the software company. Can I use your phone? Company, right? And uh, uh, I would usually be the first one in the office. I'd get there at at uh, six thirty or seven. I'd work until four four thirty. Come home and do podcasting. Yeah. And um, uh, we had this thing where when somebody had a birthday. You'd take a card around and you'd put it in a manila folder. You'd tape it so that basically you could hide it. And um, and then you could go around and have people sign it. You just look like you were doing regular work. Okay. So I, I went to the store. I picked up the sappiest love card I could find. And it said something like, um, thinking of you every day makes my heart warm or some, some nonsense like that. <laughs> and then I bought a big happy face sticker yeah. and, um, I put it in a manila envelope, opened the card and then like taped it so that they'd only see the inside of the card, right? And not the front of it, sure. which had a, it was a beach scene with a guy holding a woman up in silhouette and you know, frolicking on the beach. Okay. And uh, then I took the happy face sticker and I like put it on my skin a few times to get it to where it'd be easily removable, but wouldn't fall off automatically and covered up the the saying. Waited until the first person showed up, which was a guy named Dan who worked in our production department and said, Uh hey, Dan, it's uh, Amy's birthday. Uh, Do you mind signing this card for her? And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. And he signs it. And so I took it back to my office, peeled the happy face sticker off took the tape off, took it out, put it in the envelope, put Amy on the front of it and left it on Amy's desk. Amy comes in and, and basically I make sure that I'm around her office door so that I can see her reaction when this happens. And she, uh, she comes in, she sees the card. She opens, it's not her birthday, by the way, she comes in, she sees the card, she opens it up, reads it, looks at the front, looks inside it again, and then she sees me walking by outside the door and says, Brian, come in here for a second. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and I'm thinking, all right, she's just figured out it's a prank. She's like, I just got this from Dan. What do you think it is? And so I decide I'm going to play into it. And I say, oh, you know what? I'm sure it's just a joke. What you ought to do <laughs> is play back at him like you're taking it seriously. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
compounded so, interest is what we call that. <laughs> it's like a multi. It's like the inception of of pranks. Oh man, how and long so, did this end up going? Did she? It, it didn't last long at all. She was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, all right." And so she goes into Dan and says, "Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about this card you gave me." And he's like, "What card?" And she shows him the front and his name inside. I, that's not the card I signed. She's like, no, it's okay. It's all right. I've been thinking about it too. And you know, basically plays into it and, and, but it only lasted like a couple minutes. And so did they, did it dawn on them? They're like, Oh, Ibit, it's Ibit. Let's get Ibit. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty quickly. I mean, cause all Dan had to say is no, Brian handed me that card to sign. Earlier. <laughs> that's some dark, that's some dark dirt, dude. Yes. That's pretty good. Yes. I mean, for me, mine's the filling those Twinkies full of mayo and feeding them to that 400 pound guy that worked for us. <laughs> And he and he didn't know the difference. We used the syringe and everything, so the bags were sealed still, sort of. He didn't see the little dot. He we filled we sucked out all the middle stuff as best we could and then filled them with mayonnaise. And then ate, he gave him one and he liked it and he wanted more and he ended up eating like three or four of those and we said, Do you notice anything about those that seemed off? And he's like, No, these are good. I love Twinkies. Oh, Twinkies my are God. great. Yeah. He just kept eating them. And I and we eventually told him, We're like, dude, those are full of mayo. And he's like, Oh, it's not that bad. And then the next month, he went and spent four hundred dollars on lap dances in Vegas and had to. <laughs> uh, he had to call his mom and get a, a, an emergency money transfer because uh, he spent all his money on lap dances. He was really? Big, yeah. His name was Marshall, and he was four hundred, three hundred eighty something pounds, big, huge guy. Uh-huh. He ran our message board or bullet okay. board because it was like ninety two or something. So it was no, it would have been later ninety three, ninety four, something like that, but. We, we were running a, you know, like a BBS. It was those days of the internet, you know, slow, yeah, slow yeah. modems and all that. And uh, he ran that for us. And it turned out later we found out there was a huge bunch of porn on there we didn't know about. <laughs> but he was running it for the company. And uh, anyway, Marshall was weird. Marshall, if you're out there, have a mayo Twinkie on me, buddy. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to spend some time with uh, our good pal, Justin Robert Young today. Yes. Who would who would define your prank as far worse than my prank because of oh, the mayo probably. involved? Yeah, because there's mayo. Yeah. If you said like somebody I, I, somebody I, said, I think Free Rangers said it's not cool to mess with people's emotions like that, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we all do dumb stuff at some point in our life. Exactly. Maybe that was one of Brian's. Oh, I would do that. You know what? I would do that again in a heartbeat because <laughs> it didn't hurt anybody. They all laughed. But what and, if they uh, lo- what if they says, secret what if they secretly loved each other? Right. See, I, then I'm creating a love connection. Yeah. yeah. You know what's wrong with that? Uh, Cleo, Cleo gets points for, and then Brian spent the afternoon, rest of the afternoon in HR watching sensitivity training films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wondered about that part, but Brian worked for a company like I did, small, local. You know, you can do it's. It's like the old fashioned way. You get to you get to prank yeah. each other, and it's not quite the same. You don't have a whole department coming down on you for doing something dumb like that. <laughs> All right, we're going to do that break. Uh, reminder that this entire show is brought to you by your kind, generous, generous, generous contributions to our Patreon generous. at patreon.com slash TMS. That is patreon.com slash TMS. All kinds of great uh, benefits by doing it. And if you haven't yet, hop in there and do it. You'll get even bonus content today. If you sign up somehow in the middle of the show, that bonus stuff comes to you today. It's amazing mm-hmm. how the math works. So go check it out. All right, Brian, why don't you play Instant. a song for us? Yeah, we're going to look at a band called uh, Tearjerker, uh, made up of Micah Bonte, 
Trevor Hawkins and Taylor Shoot. Shoot. Uh, Shoot. They've been passing bedroom recordings back and forth over email since uh, the band started in 2008. Mm -hmm. And as of 2021, not much of that process has changed. Um, these guys are from uh, North Ontario. They got a brand new album that comes out March 19th. It's awesome. It's called Deep End. You like the jangly uh, dream pop? Well, you're going to love this. This is the first single from that album. It's called Little Ghost. Here is Tearjerker. It's time to talk about Blue Chew. Yeah, that's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. 
Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Tablets combat all forms of ED. It can help men gain extra confidence when it comes time to perform. Well, yeah. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Uh, the process is super simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, B-L-U-E, like the color, bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength of your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are completely chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it comes time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And they've got a special deal for you as TMS listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code TMS to receive your first month for free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the show. All tall men are thin. Jim is a tall man. Therefore, Jim is thin. Oh, Jacob, it stinks so bad like marijuana. The Morning Stream. Mock death at your own peril. So this lady that I just played, she's getting into her son's car. Uh, and he has played a prank where he's got some kind of, sp- you know, like fart spray, except this spray is, it's supposed to smell like there's pot in the room. Okay. All so right. It's not actually marijuana. It's just fake. To, sure. It's but a it's, prank. It's it's fake a- marijuana pot spray. Yeah. Look at all these transitions. It's a prank. She's literally playing it's a prank. And we Look just at talked that. about wow. pranks. Anyway, he plays a prank on his mom. She gets in the car and he's filming it. And she says, Oh, Jacob, it stinks so bad like marijuana. I freaking love that lady. <laughs> She is the Mar- best. Marijuana. Is that on TikTok? Yeah, I got it on TikTok. Once in a while, TikTok will bless me with something fantastic. <laughs> that was one of them. All right. Um, Justin time. Justin time. Yep. He's coming in, coming in hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what's up here. If I can find his dealio. Here we go. All right. He's ringing. He's ringing. Rings of ringage. We got rings of ringage. Rings of ringage. No answering of answerage. But when that happens, you'll know it because we'll know it. It should be any moment now. Okay. And we know he's, we, and you haven't, you still haven't heard from him confirmation, but we're just assuming, right? I assume, yeah. I should always yeah. check the night before. I should never assume because, as, uh, right. what's that guy's name? <laughs> I can't remember. Here it is. These are their stories. No, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Hey, it's Tuesday. That must mean that Justin Robert Young is joining us from his place I don't recognize. <laughs> Where yeah. are you right now? Where is this? Uh, I'm in I'm in Austin, Texas. Oh, were you there you yesterday are. too, last night? Yeah. Oh, that's why you were kind of frazzled. It was a pretty and... quick flight this morning. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know you were out of town. I had no idea. 
Uh, so, no, when I said that I was looking for houses, that's, you were, that's you where were I was looking for houses. Oh. Looking for houses. I thought is maybe that your real on... estate agent that just walked behind you? Yeah, it was the no, freaking night stalker. Not. Scary looking. <laughs> no, it's your real estate agent that's just staring at you on that back wall. Oh, I thought you meant the hoodie. Oh, guy. no, that, that, is, that is a full suit of armor that I wanted to make sure it got into the background. Oh, <laughs> that wow, is, that's that fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, very cool. Uh, well, I, that sounds like fun. I hate house hunting, so. Uh, Hope you're enjoying that. Oh, it sucks. It sucks ass. Yeah. yeah. Can I, I just it. say this? Yeah. Uh, uh, 37 years old, ain't never bought a house before. Um, and I am uh, in the process of trying to uh, get that process going now. And boy, like the Austin housing market is crazy because yep. a bunch of California a-holes like me and my wife are coming down here <laughs> with money that like in the Bay area buys you a burned out dog house. Uh, and here buys you a single family home. Right. But that means that when we all start battling uh, for these places like Mothra and Godzilla, uh, you know, it just sort of leaves the locals uh, holding the bag while we cast, you know, Harry Potter spells based on stock options uh, that were given to a random job when you first started working there five years ago. And now it's cool with you working remote. Yeah, that sounds right. We're having the same problem here. And uh, I don't know what to say about it, except there's I have a lot of new California neighbors, like 14 new neighbors Mm -hmm. in and around this area that all moved here from various parts of California and everyone's house values are skyrocketing as a result, which is good for us. Because yeah. ours is way valued at the moment, and we, I think we only we owe like a third or less than a third of what the value is. So we could sell it and make bank. But then there's then there's that whole issue of like, do you sell it and then buy another one, and the other one is affected by the same factors. So yeah, you're just trading up to more exp- like just stay is what I'm saying. Everybody, I would say yeah. See how all this settles out. I, I think that the one thing I would say to anybody who's in a housing market that uh, is being uh, uh, infused with Californians is um, it's probably going to keep going up yeah. because uh, I don't think California is going to be the California that people are leaving um, for a little bit. Yeah, Like uh, I, I think that it's going to be about a year plus before it's back to what it was a year ago. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll we'll see though. Who knows? Uh, uh, I know that uh, it uh, sucks competing with a lot of other people now. So I can only imagine what it's like if if uh, you know this was going to be the year, or last year was going to be the year that you really wanted to buy a home and you were local here, and then all of a sudden, what you had projected to be a down payment now is like blown out of the water by yeah. buttholes like me. Yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> we'll see how it all shakes out. But I'm uh, I'm glad you're well and that you're down there. Are you able to keep up with this uh, all this trial business today? Do you know much about it? Like, I was going to ask you if you thought it is. It is my job. Like yeah. I do. I do still need to do my job. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't have money to pay for this house. We're trying to buy. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I mean, what do you think of? Uh, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know how this works. So, what are they even doing today? Is it just a? It's not a you should. We literally just did this a yeah. year ago. So. Yeah, but they didn't do anything. It got to the Senate and they just went and they pushed it out. They didn't do witnesses. It was like really dumb. Are they doing? Do we get witnesses this time? Are we going to have like some meat to these bones or what? Dude, literally just answered your own question. Like oh. we did it. We already did it. We so you're saying they're going to do the same thing? 
faster. This yeah. is going to be the the in the spaceballs ter- terms the short 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 version. Mm. Uh, uh, they're gonna say their things. Then the Trump people are gonna say their things. They're gonna uh, take off for the Sabbath because uh, Trump's lawyer uh, requested that. That was granted during the agreement between Schumer and McConnell. Uh, and, and that's it. Oh, there's a dog here. Brian is here. Oh, it's is it Brian Get Brushwood? Inter- the internet. Yeah, Brian over? Brushwood's. Brian Brushwood's here. Oh, come on over. This well, want, is, uh, is, it, is that Ryan Reiner there? there? He's got the. Oh, look, he's got a bag of something. Uh, it's a fish sandwich. Yeah. Is that a fish sandwich of some oh, sort? Yeah, this is Brian's dog, Joy. This is Joyful. The Weimar Reiner. Look at this. Oh, yeah, we got one of these. Love that dog. We bought him about the same oh, time. Me and uh, me and Brushwood. About the same week. Uh, uh, Scott's saying that, that you guys bought dogs at the same time. Yeah. So you have you have. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I also want my hair to be as long as Brian's. But that's a different. I know. Thing. Look at how long his hair's getting. Holy cow. Yeah. It, uh, oh yeah. The COVID, the COVID haircut. The COVID yeah. really pushed is, the fall. Brian is now either somebody who has makes multi million dollar software or sells drugs at a multi million. <laughs> There's only two things you can do. With that uh, all right, so you're saying that it's just there. We're not going to get any cool, bom- uh, bombastic uh, witness stuff. It's just going to no. For this reason, number one, it's fait accompli even more so than the last one was because a more than the margin that you would need to convict Trump voted that this trial was unconstitutional yeah. before it started. Right. Um, the the argument from the president and those that the senators that voted on it are that you can't convict a president when he's not a president anymore. You can't bring a private citizen in and impeach them. The Democrats are going to obviously make the opposite case. But if you already know that these senators voted to say this entire thing is a sham and it's not constitutional, then they're not then going to go back and say, but also we're convicting him. So uh, uh, that plus the last time the Democrats could just waste time because what else were they going to do? Like let Mitch McConnell do whatever he wanted. So sure. Them uh, uh, dragging things out as much as they could was, you know, just something to do. Now they hold the wheel. They control the levers of uh, Congress for both the House and the Senate. So any more time that they spend in what is going to be a fruitless endeavor is is up to them. Right. So do you do you uh, are we hope for, hoping for any particular sideshows, though, from this? Like, are we going to get, uh, you know, uh, what's her name? MTG. Uh, Magic the Gathering over there. What's her name? What can't think of her name? Marjorie Taylor uh, Green or whatever the hell her name is. Uh-huh. Her her uh, getting pulled off assignments and all that sideshow. Are we going to get more of that kind of stuff around this? Do you think like Ted Cruz is going to make a big stink? Like, what's the political? What political maneuvering do you think will come around this? Because there always is, right? Somebody's going to do oh. something that plays to their base or does a thing. And do you no, think- oh, they're all going to talk. Yeah, they're yo, they're going to do what senators love to do: talk in front of a television camera they're they're gonna go and they're gonna say like uh like i'm a senator and i really love being a, an american senator and that's a thing that's great and trump is insert based on party the uh, uh, uh an unconstitutional victim of this slash uh, the uh, an insurrectionist who tried to topple democracy 
uh, and uh, you know that'll be that, and then it'll be done. Right. I, I, I honestly think this is, you know, without any expectation. The only reason why this was something that was interesting before is because of language from Mitch McConnell and some other Republicans that made you think, oh, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe this guy is going to get uh, uh, impeached uh, or removed rather. And, and, you know, then he would lose his benefits and stuff as an ex-president. But that's not the case now. So, And it would have to be two thirds, you say? Is that the rule? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's never. So you might wind up getting more Republicans voting for it. That might be something to watch. You might get a Ben Sass or a Lisa Murkowski or a Susan Collins to vote uh, to uh, convict. Uh, they did not last time. It was only uh, old Pierre Delecto, Mittens <laughs> Romney, who um, <laughs> who voted on on uh, splitting the baby on one of the two charges last time. Yeah. Uh, in a positively Mittens move. Yeah. Um, so you might get more. There's only one impeachment charge now. They rolled in both him talking at the uh, the, the rally before the riot and what he said to the uh, attorney general of Georgia into one thing. So it's not like there's two things to do. You're either all in or all out. So you might see that. But uh, other than that, I don't know what strategic worth there is for the Democrats in making this go any longer than, you know, letting all the senators talk, which has to happen whenever any, you know, a trial like this goes so on. So you what, give it a, what, a week? What are we looking at here? More? Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, because they are going to take off for the Sabbath. So that is, uh, you know, Friday through Saturday. And then I think they reconvene Monday. Um, and then at, at that point, it'll be a vote and that'll be that. But look, the, the, the Democrats have a lot on their plate right now. And and so far, they're doing it fairly well. You're seeing some splintering on the House side in terms of uh, the $15 minimum wage, which the centrists are you know, always kind of viewed as a hood ornament. Right. That they were very excited to get rid of, so they could say that, "Oh, look, we're 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 bargaining with the with with the right," even though they're not going to get any Republican votes on this bill, which is why they're moving it through reconciliation. But the progressives are pushing for the fifteen dollars minimum wage and uh, uh, trying to eliminate any means testing for, or at least further means testing on the the direct COVID relief. Uh, there's a fight over the child tax credit. That actually is is another thing that Mittens is involved in. So there's a lot of stuff that the Democrats can focus on. I I, I just don't know strategically beyond if, if the reason why you're doing impeachment is to have a, a, a noble gesture to say there are consequences for these actions. At what point do you just say, well, there we go. <laughs> Those were the consequences. We did the thing because practically it's going to be two weeks where Donald Trump's going to get the last word in a victory. Yeah. And so, and so the, again, yeah. (laughs) So the, so the strategy is probably we have to do this. So we're going to do this and it shores up. Well, you'll, you'll, everyone will know the names of, of all the senators who voted not to convict. And that's at least some sort of win for them, I guess, because in their minds, you know, now you got a list of senators who, who thought that thing that happened on the 6th was okay. You know, that's how they'll sell it. 
And then and then that's all you can do. What else are you going to do? You can't do anything else. Uh, the downside of all that, like you said, is... I mean, they have they have that now. Right. Right, because all those guys already voted that this was unconstitutional. Right. Which is a, which is a question that legal scholars can debate. Uh, uh, I've... I've read arguments on either side, and as a dude who got a high school education in Florida, I render my judgment as seems legit for both. <laughs> because I don't know, man. Like, yeah, that seems cool. And then I read the other side, and I'm like, wow, you make a good point. I don't know, legal scholars. Why don't you throw books at each other? Well, that's what they're going to do. I mean, they, they, yeah. they, uh, Look, I've long given up on it on on the idea that anything there's anything more or anything less than just pure partisanship going on. You have your occasional Romney and your occasional somebody else crossing lines or whatever, but at the end of the day, like they were they were ready to eject a president in a Senate trial which was never going to make it through, but they were going to push it anyway for a BJ in the 90s, but mm-hmm. they're not for this. Like, yeah, it's partisan. Of course it is. Of course it's partisan. On both yeah, sides, everybody, yeah. everybody. Well, I was lying under. It was lying under oath with the other time, but still, I, whatever. Like I think you, the, the, the larger points. Lying, uh, lying uh, about a BJ under oath. There we go. That's what I'm. Right. The BJ itself was fine. It was the lying about it that was the problem. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. yeah. If he, if he was under oath and he's like, dude, that beach, man, <laughs> a plus, <laughs> like, or he could have said he could have been like, like, eh, you know. Eh. <laughs> was it the like best? Was it bad? Was it bad? Yeah. Was it bad? It was okay. It was all right. As Beej uh, go. That, I don't know. I actually regret even joking about that because the more I read about the, the Lewinsky stuff, the, the grosser it, it it's truly super is. Super gross. Like, it's super gross. No question. But my yeah. point I think, is, I think that there's there's a lot that kind of got swept under the rug in how we talked about that. Of like, it's a blowjob, and not like. Um, uh, the most powerful man on the planet exploiting a relationship with a very young girl like that is you know oh, it's horrendous. I, I think we we, we we look at that differently in 2021 than we do in 1998 if we literally just make them a ceo and an intern and not a president where we're wrapping our, our political allegiances around it yeah but i don't know it's easier again it's a partisan act to say hey, it's just a blowjob versus yeah you know, what it really is and it's the same as saying it's very Larry eh. David, by the way. Yeah. I think the, the other the other big thing is the child tax credit. And that's going to be part of this covid bill as well. Uh, a real quick primer for folks who are not up on on kind of the, the machinations that are happening right now. What what's happening right now is called reconciliation. Reconciliation is a budget maneuver, meaning you're not actually passing these laws or these these bills that will, will become laws in the way that you normally do it, which is a 60 vote threshold in the Senate. Yeah. What you are doing is saying that, oh, no, these are part of the budget. And the budget is so important that all we need is a simple majority in both houses to move that forward. Both parties have used this to their advantage. The Republicans used it to pass tax cuts. The Democrats are going to use it now for covid relief plus whatever else they're doing because nothing that is almost certainly going to pass gets to pass without everybody trying to staple a bunch of things alongside of it and one of those things is the child tax credit this is something that Mitt Romney actually made headlines by saying should be bigger than what it is right now which is two thousand dollars the other movement there is they want to have it go from a two thousand dollar tax write-off to a a benefit that parents would get uh per month 
So you would just get that money in the mail from the government per month. And Mitt Romney wanted to go from 2000 to 3600 So that would be a $300 per child benefit per month. Yeah. Uh, that has moved the Democrats. And now the Republicans are not actually not against the amount of money. The fight now is about whether or not there should be a work requirement to it. Oh, I see. That sounds like a, yeah, whatever. Uh, so my uh, my kids are all too old. So too bad, so sad for me for this benefit. Not going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Justin, you've got time. Hurry up. Get that. I uh... know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to. I mean, I'm trying to trying to get these get these little ATMs working so I can uh, funnel it into my Gundam collection. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. Well, I wish you nothing but the best of luck uh, house hunting. I hate doing it on a local level. I can't imagine doing it across the country. But uh, uh, it's 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 man, it's crazy. So just to give you a sense, we went to an open house, uh, and it's me and my realtor, and the open house starts at noon. We get there at eleven forty-five, and as we pull up, another realtor pulls up, and when I tell you that. Well, here, I'll, I'll just say this. They pull up after us. We watch the couple whose house it is leave. And it is seconds after they are out the driveway that the other realtor who got there after us and their client just bum rushed the door to run it. And I'm talking to my realtor and I'm like, hey, is that like bad? Is there like a realtor's code that you don't go in before the open house yeah. is technically supposed to be there? And everybody's on these apps to get the keys out and everything. So it's it's like... They're, they know the timestamp oh of when God. people went in yeah. and uh, they go in and she's like, yeah, no, there is like kind of a code. You shouldn't go in before noon. Doesn't matter. They're in. So we go in after them and we're like, ah, five minutes early. Yeah. Right. We get out. It's still not noon. And there is a line of no less than eight people. What the with their realtors wow. waiting for this house. And when I say, that they are all different versions of me and Ashley. Like sometimes I'm a little fatter. Sometimes Ashley has longer hair or it's red or something, but it's just like all the same people. And that was one house we went to. Another house was listed as active the night before. And then we get there and there's just a handwritten sign saying contract accepted. And there's no key. Like, Wow. It is it is kill or be killed out here, yeah. and uh, uh, it's 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 crazy. That sounds miserable, but in the end, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll all work out. Uh, wind to your we back, hope. as they say. Is there anything uh, content wise people should check out this week while you're away? Uh, yeah, you want to know what? Check out Night Attack because uh, uh, Night Attack is going to be me and Brian live, and mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say. Uh, well, might yeah. be there as well. <laughs> the, uh, the, the the night attack night, night. night attack yeah. night attack. No, that that actually was a character on the show. That's who <laughs> that is. That is, that is the night attack oh, night who might attack night attack. Wow. Um, <laughs> but uh, 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 he will not be active today because oh. the guy who does it is uh, uh, not living here. But um, wow, okay. <laughs> but we will. Um, we're we're gonna have a, a, a great show and. You know, this is sort of going to be the beginning of a new phase. So if you were into NSFW show, you were into BB Live show, you were into Night Attack, for whatever reason, life, you know, moves on. You want to 
this would be a great time to get back into the show because we are going to kind of change a few things and uh, it's going to be me and Brian live in studio more than ever uh, starting very soon. Yeah. This uh, come hell or high water, which is yep. the name of your realtor company you're working through, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blood Money Inc. <laughs> well, best of luck. We'll see you soon and stay safe. Bye now. All right. He has left the building, Brian, like Elvis. He's left like a fart in the wind in Austin, Austin, Texas. That's right. That brings us to the conclusion of today's episode, which uh, we are very happy to bring to you today. And we would like you to head on over to frogpants.com slash TMS if you're confused by anything. You want to request a song. You were trying to find links. You want a transcript of today's show. All of it. Yep. We do live transcripts. All of it right there. Oh, wait, we don't do I'm typing it right now. Oh, yeah. Brian does it in real time the entire show. (laughs) That's why it comes out wrong sometimes. It's just a little (laughs) less. Exactly. Oh, jury must now retire. Damn it. The jury will now retire. All right. (laughs) Keep forgetting to do it. All right. Uh, That's it. We're done. Tomorrow will be a uh, Wednesday edition of the show, which means recommendals and Tom and all that fun stuff. So come on back for that. I think that covers everything. Brian, we should probably exit with a song in our hearts. Do you have one we can... uh I do. This one's a little bit late as well. This one came in uh, over the weekend, but uh, um, it's it's for one of our one of our favorite tadpoolers, someone who's in here day after day, and we always look forward to seeing her because, as she as as we know, she brings bacon. Uh, she says hi, sausage and bacon. Oh. In February last year, I sent you a message with a song request for my birthday. I'd been feeling a little sorry for myself as I was recovering from shingles with the strongest medication my doctor could give me. Luckily, I wasn't suffering too much and was feeling very upbeat because I had the TMS Vegas trip to look forward to. (gasps) Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, we all know what happened and how that story ended. Mm -hmm. I'm staying positive, though, with a big trip planned to visit lots of American friends as soon as we're all allowed to travel again. Please pass on my happy birthday wishes to Peter Fisher and Tina, who share their birthday with me. And she gave me three song request suggestions. Yeah. I didn't realize Zoe had the same birthday as Tina. That's amazing. All June 6th. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, You guys are the best. And is it too early for a fish sandwich? Never too. Well, for a McFish, maybe. But for a regular fish sandwich? Yeah. Hold on. Where is it? (laughs) Well, too late and too early for a McFish. Is it? Here it is. Hey, it's too early to get a fish sandwich. (laughs) We, uh, We love you, Zoe, and we can't wait. We can see you in person again. Happy, hope you had a happy birthday. And uh, of course, no show on Saturday, so we couldn't have done it sooner. Right? That's true. So she had a couple ELO requests, and uh, I, I wasn't nuts about any of the choices of uh, those covers that I had in my library. The they're they're uh, for whatever reason the two ELO songs that she picked were both very sound alike. Um, both the ones that she recommended and the ones I had in my library. So I was like, ah, I'm going to go off the board with this one. But the, uh, I didn't go off the board, actually, I should say. I went to her third choice, which was a cover of You're My Best Friend by Queen, covered for BBC Radio 2 by Mama's Gun. Oh, wow. I uh, heard of this. Band I, a band I was unfamiliar with until now, but really, really dig. Here is Mama's Gun with our cover of Queen's You're My Best Friend. We'll see happy birthday, Zoe. Yeah, happy birthday, Zoe. May all the bacon be free so that she can bring it see so she can bring yeah it so that she can bring see, yeah, see, see, bring the bacon, yeah, see. see. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow
Of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. We have another Earth person that wants to see you. Ooh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.